I'll buy that for a dollar. <laughs> Welcome back to you, Yollywood. <laughs> uh, this week we're taking a look at Robocop. This was actually very great timing. Yes. Yes. Coincidentally. <laughs> yes. Because Brock has his... Uh, you want to explain what your franchise thing is? Okay, so basically I'm trying to catch up on every franchise. My goal was a franchise a month. Um, I've, I've been doing a lot more than that, but we've had a bit of an issue because of the... Uh, way streaming services work we can't get to all the franchises but <laughs> but you're watching every single entry in every single franchise no matter how terrible no no no. well here's a rule yeah. no horror no horror, horror. Yeah. because there's like 10 sequels to every horror movie. and plus yeah. a lot of them are just like they kind of blend together but what is what is horror mm. like you're saying like the lip like friday the friday the 13th Halloween right series, i right? think more slashers but but like jaws does that count as horror yeah i want jaws because i'm interested in steven spielberg too, okay so. well he did, only did the first one well, I'm still gonna watch them all. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, that's the rule. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Anyways, so that's what his. That's why we're right. doing RoboCop. But last week, RoboCop came out on uh, in Mortal Kombat. Big news. <laughs> yes. Big news and slightly bigger news. No, no, um, slightly smaller news. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh yes. Uh, rioting. Rioting. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The, the cops in general. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so that's our. That's our. I mean, it ties into the world a little bit. Like, you know, we did the Contagion podcast yeah. before the coronavirus outbreak. It's true. <gasps> Are we starting this? <laughs> like, are things going to get way worse now? I know. <laughs> whatever's, we, rele whatever's relevant to the world, we just watch that type well, of movie. Let's not do 2012 <laughs> next week. Yes. <laughs> so what are your initial thoughts on this movie? <laughs> okay, so I had seen the second one, but not the first one. Interesting. For some reason. Uh -huh. <laughs> um, maybe I would... I, I don't know. I, I liked it. Robots were never my thing. Right. But I still enjoyed it. Well, what are your thoughts on 80s movies in general? I don't like them. What about you? Uh, they're just, I feel like a lot of times they just have so much violence for no reason. They just overdo it. Oh, it's, yeah. But it, I guess it was, it's what makes it funny, so. Yeah, I think it's just part of the charm. I Well, 80s for me is just kind of like that everybody has frizzy hair. Everybody <laughs> yes, has like. The frizzy curly hair. That <laughs> yeah. electronic, like music it's oh yeah just like the nightclub scene in this movie yes yeah but, but so in some ways i think 80s and 2000s are similar to me hmm. especially coming off the matrix yes like like the cheese level is is the same yeah. the 90s i you say it's cheesy the 90s the 90s well i guess it kind of depends on the genre that we're talking about right because i feel like it, the 90s was pretty grounded except you got a lot of really soapy dramas mm -hmm. you know um that really haven't aged well like like what like in my opinion like classic movies from the 90s like goodwill hunting shawshank redemption i can see why people love them but to i mean i never understood why anybody liked goodwill hunting i just don't yeah i just don't really get the attraction they're there's very i don't know i've heard people say to me like well goodwill hunting you'll get it if you have a brother I'm an only child. Well, so. <laughs> I, I mean I, I don't know to me that was one of those movies i think robin williams in general a lot of his Serious roles aren't, aren't for me. Yeah. I haven't seen One Hour Photo. That looks interesting. But, but oh, where he's the stalker or whatever? Yes. Yeah. But, but you like Jumanji. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I like him and, you know, all of his goofy, yeah. Mrs. Doubtfire, <laughs> Hook. Well, the reason why I love this movie, and I love this movie. <laughs> you do? I really do. Is because I think no matter what side of the spectrum that you're on, if you're into 80s, it works. So, like, if you take this movie and you say... I just want something entertaining. You know, I just want something with big explosions and special effects and stupid one-liners. I mean, this movie is like the peak of that. Right. You know? <laughs> but if you go on the other side of the spectrum and you say, I want to analyze a movie and look at what it's saying about society. Right. And look at it as a time capsule of when it was made. 
Robocop is still perfect for that. Okay, here's the interesting thing about the, the title. Okay. Robocop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It sounds like a B-movie title. Like, oh, yeah, oh yeah. Robocop. It could have easily been like some cheesy, <laughs> right? like... like no, no, even when they say it in the movie, it's like... <laughs> no. Like, when the guy is like, there's a new guy in town, yeah. and his name is Robocop. You know, well, like, in 2014, we had Wolf Cop. Mm. Oh, really? Like, the werewolf wolf cop. Yeah. Like, it, it, it just, like, th- those sorts of titles, like Killer Clowns from Outer Space, that sort of thing, it yeah, just yeah. has that B-movie feel to it, and mm-hmm. Robocop's one of them. But it's not... Like, if you watch it, it's very much not a B-movie. It takes itself very seriously. Oh, yeah. But it's fun. You know, a fun series. Definitely. I thought it was really fun. And I'm someone who's really into AI and, like, humans, how, like, they create these things but end up destroying them. And it's like, you know, all the villains are, like, all about evolution. It's our destiny to create these things to yeah. overcome. But I think this... I don't know if it's better than Terminator. We're gonna. I'm watching that, actually, tomorrow, the first one, to get mm-hmm. a comparison. But I loved Terminator, I love RoboCop, and I love The Matrix. I think all the ones that deal with AI is just... Probably one of the most interesting topics to talk about. I think it's interesting because um, there's a lot in this movie that seems like, I don't know, I guess it seems like typical of action movies now. Like, you know, you have the cocaine plant or like you were saying the whole time, like it's always the evil corporation. Yes, every time. It's so funny. (laughs) But what you have to realize is that the 80s was like revolutionary for society, like apocalyptic changes. You know, this was... Reganomics, the introduction yes. of this. Yeah. They mentioned fair. Star Wars yeah, in the the movie. Yeah. And there's a tragedy with the satellite messing up and killing a bunch of yeah. people. Yeah. So basically, like the two big things of the 80s was this new economic change that let corporations kind of become what they are today, which is like these huge global entities, right? Right. And then the other thing is like the huge change in media. Like in the 70s, you know, you only had like you had ABC, you had NBC, and you had uh, whatever the other one was. And that was it. <laughs> yeah, Those yeah, are the only channels you yeah. have. But in the 80s, you know, you have VHS, you have Laserdisc, you have cable. Right. Oh Revolutionary. <laughs> yeah. You have the, the, this like new news cycle. You have advertisements on yes. TV now. Yes. You know what I'm saying? I, I think with the advertising thing, because we just saw National War on Killers, right? Yeah. Which right. is also sort of, uh, it has commentary about advertising. It is a bit strange when you think about it. Like, you know, you'll watch the news and then there'll be ads afterwards. Mm-hmm. Right. It's so bizarre to think about that that's mm-hmm. how it is. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I want to ask, do you guys think that villains have gotten better or worse over time? I would, I think worse. I think worse as well. Mm-hmm. And I think I'll say worse because a lot of them, it's always, you know, like I know like it's cheesy to say you and I are not so different, that sort of thing. But it's always, now it's like the human extinction, evolution changes like it's always the same monologue and it just kind of seems like generic yeah generic and i feel like you don't get villains that are like i guess eloquent anymore Mm -hmm. like they'll be like a corporate ceo or they'll be like a military general or whatever right but it's always like this world is is meant for destruction or something like that. And it's like, I want to create a new world. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> like, 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 what's, <laughs> like, what, like, how many movies have that these days? Mm-hmm. What's the last good villain that you're like, oh, this is, this is something different. This but do you think that's just become, because studios are just being more safe with doing reboots and things like that? I think they, that's they, It's just a lack of, it's just going along with the lack of creativity nowadays. Yeah. Know. You yeah. know that audiences are okay with that. So why try anything different? The other strange thing is that, Action movies, I feel like they're in a really weird state right now because even though we're getting these uh, like movies from studios with like hundreds of millions of dollars in their budget, 
we're really not seeing a lot of action movies, um, or at least a lot of like action movies that feel like they are big blockbusters. You know, I mean, superhero movies have really kind of taken over that role as a blockbuster. Well, Extraction just came out on Netflix, and that was kind of that. Right, I saw. I guess so, but I guess I feel like ever since Born Ultimatum and and that series. Every action movie that followed it is kind of like along those lines of like it's just a dude with a gun running through some streets. Right. Or I you know, every Liam Neeson movie. Yeah, exactly. It's always him with a gun on the poster. Right. That's the movie. Yeah. Nonstop. But do you think it's just because there's so much so many movies now that it's hard to become original for a villain? I wouldn't think so, because even in the eighties, people were saying, like, you know, like, oh, every idea's been done before. You know, there's nothing else. Right. But yeah. then you get a movie like Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. You know what I mean? Right. right. <laughs> there, there's an endless one. Well, okay. There's only They say there's only two stories. A man walks into town and a man leaves town. Mm. But I think it's the skin that matters yeah. for the movie. Absolutely. Like, like yes. Every, every movie is a guy goes through some hardships, defeats whatever hardships, and then that's it. But it's about yes. how you tell it. It's about how you tell it. It's yeah, about yeah. what... Because, you know, the hero's journey is mm-hmm. someone gets a mentor, goes on this journey, has some sort of supernatural occurrence, has some whatever. Yeah, whatever it is. We didn't uh, pay attention to get the gist. Uh, we, yeah, we, I mean, we know that it's there. Because I, 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 I was just thinking about like, you know, people say Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings, and Star Wars have yeah, the yeah. same story. You know, mm-hmm. Luke, Frodo, and Harry are the same characters. But they're each different experiences. Right, because it's, totally, it's, totally. it's, yeah. it's the way that it's done, and it's, it's the little things that matter. Yeah, but these days, it doesn't feel like the skin is different enough, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, like like I like Thor one and Thor two. They're probably different. <laughs> but thinking back, it's like they're probably the same. Movie. But Thor yeah. three, Guardians yeah. one and Guardians two, right? Pretty much the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I think villains have gotten worse. Yeah, I think protagonists have gotten probably better. Really, I think so. Because yeah. a lot of protagonists in the beginning are just like the good boy, the guy who's got the, the good of heart and Very all that. True. It's it's gotten past that. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting how that is. Mm-hmm. Um, I was gonna bring up Terminator two. Sure. Okay. Uh, because. You know, Terminator and RoboCop, they've had crossovers in, in the past. They've butted heads in the <laughs> comics. But this, this, this was, I saw this earlier today on Twitter, and um, it was about, uh, obviously the, the uh, T-1000 or whatever yeah. is a cop in that film. Uh, and that was on purpose, because yeah. someone asked James Cameron about it, and this is what he said, this is a direct quote. The Terminator films are not really about the human race getting killed off by future machines. They're about us losing touch with our own humanity and becoming machines which allows us to kill and brutalize each other. Cops think of all non-cops as less than they are, stupid, weak, and evil. They dehumanize the people they are sworn to protect and they desensitize themselves in order to do that job. Wow. What do you think of that? This is like, what, 92? You probably said that around? Uh That's crazy. Very sad. Do you think that is true? I do. You do? Yeah. Do you think that any criticism towards cop culture is in RoboCop? Now, that's tough to say. I think so. You think so? I think so. Why? I think it's saying that what we're aiming for in a society is a system where cops just obey orders without anything. I think totally. we as Americans like being told, like, we, we like to say we don't like being told what to do, but I think we are striving towards a mindless sort of obedience. Yeah. We really, we love it because... I mean, we yeah. always get ads that tell us what we want. Yes. You yes. Know, Netflix and Amazon tell us what we'd like to buy next. Oh, and right. For example, next. YouTube, if you talk, it becomes your search history. Right. Yeah. That's a, Which that's is a great very example. Weird. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, like, I think 
like a lot of Americans like to think that like, oh, we're independent. We don't like to be told what to do. <laughs> we we, we very know. much do like to be told. We love our corporations. You know, <laughs> I, I think a lot of things, I feel like the right person says the right thing, it becomes a trend. What do you mean? Like, I feel like if, give me a big celebrity, Kylie Jenner, right? Sure. If she says that j denim hats, no, that's a bad example. Give me something. <laughs> oh, top hats are back in fashion, uh -huh. right? Something that is way left behind. <laughs> People will start wearing it the next especially day. Especially if oh, she yeah, makes her sure. own. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, especially if it's her own. That gives her incentive to even say that. But I think, I very much think that people would start wearing top hats. As ridiculous as it would look, I think people would wear it. So you're, so you're saying that James Cameron is saying that these movies are representative of us not making these AIs to replace us, but that we're becoming No, no, no. Well, I think that, that's what he's saying about Terminator 2. Right. I was saying that Robocop, there's a, there's a level of, it's not a one-for-one. One. No metaphor is a one-for-one. One, mm -hmm. But there's like that same sort of field of thought. Okay. I think it, it, that's definitely a good point because Robocop's main arc is that he's like, he's lost his individuality to this corporation right. that now owns him. Right. And on top of that, he's a cop, uh -huh. you know, who's yeah. just mindlessly... So it's, a double, it's a double... It's a double whammy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you like the actor that plays Robocop? Peter Rollers? Yes. I do. Very much. What about the other performances? Um, <laughs> Any that stand out? No, except for, I mean... I guess the gang leader stood out because <laughs> he was, was so yeah. ill-fitting, you know? Also, uh, I guess he fit by the end. Sure, yeah. But first appearances didn't help. Mm -hmm. Also, let's not forget the toxic waste guy. That was a pretty good performance. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Brock, were you expecting this to be so violent? I mean, after no, not going into it, but as soon as I saw the first scene of them just unleashing bullets, I was like, yeah. this is kind of like a predator <laughs> situation right now. <laughs> right. Which is also the 80s. Right. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Thermal vision, that was a thing in the 80s that happened a lot for some oh, reason. Oh yeah, that was totally But I'm sure in the theaters, when they did like the target lock, they were like, oh my gosh, this is so cool and revolutionary. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> did we talk about this last time, A Great Train Robbery? Uh, I don't think we did. Uh, who cares? Okay, yeah. well, I'll bring it up again. Great Train Robbery, we were talking about at the, the end shot is the guy with the gun pointing towards the camera. Right, it doesn't matter. Yeah. 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 Like, uh, then we brought up in The Matrix, they do like that like slow motion, like freeze frame. Yeah. 360, 360 around thing. the... Yeah. yeah, and people lost their minds then. Yeah, yeah. I, I imagine it's a similar thing where in the future, well, now people go, oh, that? That's nothing. Like them doing that. What but is the next moment? of that for us, you know what oh, I mean? I think we said Endgame, like the peak of Marvel. No, 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 no. I, I said uh, when Thor arrives on Wakanda, that was like the big thing that the theater right, freaked out freaked about. Out. People in the future are gonna be like, what is this, yeah. you know? <laughs> right. But it's because people are on the, the ride next, of those 20 films. That's, exactly. a, that's a good question. What's the next big thing? What do you mean by big thing? Like just, the thing to happen in a theater where you go, whoa. Right. But, but Maybe if you were to like smell something, like if they got to that level where mm. it's like, you know, it's funny that you bring something like that up. Because <laughs> 4D theaters were a thing. Yes. <laughs> I totally Smell remember Rama that. was a legitimate thing. And John Waters parodied it in uh, Polyester, in this film Polyester. <laughs> but there's this uh, filmmaker called William Castle. Okay. And he did a lot of these B-movies and I think it was like the 50s and the 60s. And he always had like a great gimmick to go along with them. So wherever his theater was playing, like uh, he did this movie called The Tingler, okay? Uh -huh. And it's about this parasite that lives in your spine mm. and you have to like scream to make it shrink. Otherwise it'll take over your body. But um, <laughs> when, when he distributed the film into theaters, <laughs> he sent these uh, like buzzers that the film owners had to install underneath each of the seats. Wait, so the studio paid for that? Yeah. How much was that? 
probably a ridiculous amount of money. <laughs> but anyway, so whenever there was a scary moment on screen, the projectionist would press a button and it would buzz all the seats in the audience or, or only a select few so that you go, ah! you know, because <laughs> like, you actually feel it. Well, okay, it's funny because that reminds me of 3D. Yeah. For some reason, mm -hmm. because 3D was a gimmick. Totally a gimmick. It but was we all bought it. Yeah. <laughs> no, especially when I, ne I never bought it. Oh, no. No, because I wore glasses and I didn't want to yes. wear glasses over my glasses. <laughs> I cannot express how much that yes. situation applies. So I never bought it, but you probably bought it. Oh, I totally bought it. You thought it was different? Like, you were like, oh, it actually looks like it's coming out. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, we were like 12. It's but... weird because kids today don't even know about like that. Do they do, do, do it 3D anymore? I'm sure. Yeah, they do. Yeah. No, because... no like in like major releases. Yeah, like like a few of the uh, Marvel movies have had 3D Blu-rays. Because plus they, they do the things where like you get the different glasses that match the like, it'll be if it's a Thor movie, they'll have like Thor's, you know, 3D glasses. And I like, have Harry Potter 3D glasses that they came with, I think, but when you were Deathly kid, Hall's part But when one. you were a kid, that's cool. You know I what I'll always that. remember the 3D to is um, Sharkboy and Lava Girl. Yeah. Oh, yes. yes. I mean, that was That's a my letterbox profile picture. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> I, I remember, uh, do you remember that, uh, what's that guy's name? Brendan Fraser. He had a movie called uh, Journey to the Center of the Earth. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. Yes, 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 well. yes, yes. I remember because the T-Rex like would chop down. Yeah. I'm, like, oh. I'm sure Spy Kids had a similar thing too. Yes, Spy Kids. No, literally the third one is called Spy Kids 3D. 3D. Yeah, that's oh, what you're it was right. That's the title. This is the title of the movie. But was Avatar this... had a huge 3D release? <laughs> but was it something that we thought was cool because we were kids, and our parents were like, "This is so dumb." But also, it was new. No, though. I think the population thought it was cool, but I think the population figured, like, got used to it and figured out, "Well, this is." whatever yeah <laughs> well the thing that i hate about 3d like looking back in hindsight is that now a lot of films if you watch it from the era that were made for 3d uh -huh. you can tell which <laughs> scenes are made for 3d because it'll be like yeah. why is it so close to the camera <laughs> right right like like they'll, they'll they'll be like somebody like pointing their finger yeah. <laughs> yeah. dramatically i'm not gonna lie i fell for that one yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i only scratch my face uh, in, in Universal, one of the rides is uh, Shrek yeah. 3D. Mm -hmm. They do stuff like that. And it's like, like I remember one bit, it's like donkey sneezes and they have like water spray at your face. Oh my God. <laughs> it's so funny because what like, a time. The, the kids that grow up today, they, they don't know about like... They may not even know about theaters. Have you thought about that? That is a pretty crazy mm. thought. I think, no, no. I think because theaters are in films so much, they'll know what... It's like drive-in theaters for us. Yeah. Like we might have never been to one, but we know what it is. But plus, I feel like most parents' theaters were huge for them. They would still bring their kids to see theaters. So I still think that would happen. Now. But will they ever truly die? Because that's a big social gathering thing, even though it's you don't the, really interact. It's the, Well, for me, I always, when I watch a movie with somebody else, I'm more inclined to watch a movie. I, it's hard for me to watch movies by myself because it's part of that social interaction. Yeah. You get. Do you yeah. prefer movies at home or at the theater? At the, at the theater, 100%. I think at the theater really? as well. You think at home? I think it depends. There's too many distractions at home. Yeah, I guess. I, a, because yeah. if you're at the theater, you're at the theater. Like, you're watching it. It's an experience. Even though the you people know? may be there's, talking and stuff There's like no that. movies true, true. you regret yeah. that, oh, I didn't get to see it in, in the big screen. Uh, I mean, yeah, there are a lot. Like, that I watch <laughs> yeah. like, on disc where I'm like, man, this would have been, like, really cool. You the know? Matrix. No, it's... Well, okay, it hurts when it's, like, a movie that you're like, um, what's a movie that I... I there's no way I could have ever seen it on theater. Star Wars. Yeah, no, but they, they, I've seen uh, like some of the Star Wars it, on the re-releases that they've done. Like when it was originally out. No, that... But I'm talking about like in the big screen in general, just on mm. a technical level. Like there's movies that don't get re-released. Like Mouse Hunt. I'll never get to see that on theaters. They're never going to do a re-release. <laughs> <Jurassic. laughs> 
so sorry. But then, like, there are other movies, like, I just watched uh, Being John Malkovich, like, yesterday or the day before. Yes. Fantastic film. Right. Hilarious. Spike Jones. But I think the size of the screen doesn't really matter as much, like, in a movie like that. Right. But, yeah. like, I was lucky enough to see Jurassic Park on the big screen. Yeah. Right? And that yeah. was, like, I mean, when I was a kid, that was a big deal for me because it was, like, that was my favorite movie. I think I Honey, Honey I Shot the Kids would be a fun movie to see. Because <laughs> they're they're small, but they're still big. The screen yeah. is so big. Yeah, <laughs> don't forget, honey, I blew up the kids. <laughs> you got to go through that franchise. I've watched them all. Oh wow! Yeah, what about Stuart Little? I watched How one and two. There? There's three, I think. Mm, I think there's two. I've watched both. What what franchises do you have on your list so far? I mean, that you still have to go through. Oh, there's a lot. Back oh, yeah. to the Future. Well, because the, yeah. there's a list on Letterboxd that has all the franchises done. Oh, no way, dude. It's and there's a thousand. It's over a thousand. But you know what the craziest wow. part is? I've seen fifteen percent of it, which is way higher than that's I a lot. Do you have a percentage on there? Can you I'm see sure. Yours? I think it was like close to ten, five or ten percent. I think it was that's like a, nine or something. That's still like a hundred movies. That's still a lot. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, it is. But I was always more of a franchise person over like, a, you know, one specific movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was something I was gonna say about the theater thing. I can't remember now. Well, we watched the director's cut of uh, right. of RoboCop. Right. Big which, difference. <laughs> it's only a few seconds. But there are some director cuts that like like Midsummer, right? It just got released on Blu-ray and it has Ari Aster's like 3 hour long director cut and it totally changes the movie. Well, let's talk about director's cut because the uh, Snyder okay. cut got released yes. the last time. Yeah, it yeah, or right. not released confirmed. Um what do you think of when movies do that? And is it is it an issue when the movie is completely different? From the original it's hard for me to say because like when i see someone else's review or someone says like oh that movie was terrible you know there's two completely different versions of it so is their opinion valid if they've only seen one or well, star wars for us <laughs> yeah exactly. yeah true because yeah. for example i give empire strikes back a five if we're not including the edits right because the first time i saw it was not with those edits right but somebody like you said 4.5 because with the edits yes so I, it's, i'm, it's I'm weird. counting the edits because that's the only way to watch it today yeah unless you have some weird obscure disc it's hard to know what to count and um i won't, i only recently i guess like started looking at it as like an update like a movie update um because like cats was kind of like updated while right. it was still in theaters right. Harley Quinn, the title was changed while I was in theaters. Oh, really? Yes. It was the fantabulous... No, no, it was, it was Birds title. of Prey and the fantabulous emancipation of one Harley Quinn. And they changed it to like Harley Quinn and Birds of Prey. Oh, wow. Yeah, so... I, I think it just creates for a really bad experience overall. Because what do I do? I haven't seen Justice League yet. I kind of gave up after Batman vs. Superman. It's the mm -hmm. only one that I'm missing. So of what all do, the DC? Of all the DC Universe uh, films. So what do I do? Do I just skip Which one that do you one? watch? Yeah, and do I right. count... Oh, I went to the Snyder Cut. I gave it a... It was great, but uh, and and was like the original sucked. What are you talking about? Is there a chance the Snyder Cut's gonna be good? No. <laughs> Why do you say no? Because the core was horrible. Okay, it, the budget is thirty million for these reshoots and edits and everything. What I read in, in an article was they can't have all the actors are coming back. Wow. Oh my gosh. But in voice only due to contracts. Oh my gosh. So what they're saying is this article was theorizing that they're going to do CG bodies from a, like far away from the camera. So you can't tell that it's, well, here's the, here's the problem. Wasn't Henry Cavill had an issue where he had, he was con contractually obliged to have, to have a, a mustache. mustache. Yes. So is that still oh, going to yeah. stay because they can't, he can't come back and reshoot it. I have no clue because in Zack Steiner's original footage, uh -huh. Superman was wearing black. People, <laughs> people brought up that if he was contractually obligated to have a mustache, why not just have bearded Superman? 
Yeah. That's been done before. I'm, I'm going to say, I'm sure that's been yeah, done. Yeah, like, yeah. it would look great. I mean, Henry Cavill's a good-looking guy. Yeah, exactly. I agree with him. Yeah. I know. He's like, so kissable. Right? <laughs> right, guys? Right? <laughs> but yes, I, I see what you're saying. I, th- I thought you, I think you meant um, Jason Momoa. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Uh, Cal Drogo. <laughs> mm, burger face in that chest. <laughs> I know you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> but, but to me, it's like like they're adding a subplot of Flash having a girlfriend. Is that going to add anything to the movie? Exactly. Uh, they're adding a subplot that uh, Cyborg was a football player. Right. Is that going to add anything yeah. to the movie? They, they're going to have like a, a Batman versus uh, Deathstroke fight, which I'm interested in because sure. I think... That sounds cool. <laughs> well, the, I, I always bring up the warehouse scene, but the warehouse right, scene right. is great. In the, in the, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the warehouse scene is great in that right. movie. Batman versus Superman. But I don't know. I, I don't think that it... I, I just, I have a hard time believing it'll be good. But the thing is, here's going to be an annoying thing. People are going to think it's amazing and they'll never admit that it's bad. You think so? Because, because they've been crying and begging for it to come out. It's true. It's going to come out. It's never going to live up to their expectations, but they're going to be in denial. Yeah. And they're spending $30 million on this. The original budget for Justice League was $300 million, Which is insane. Which but is an insane amount of money. You could just put that to another good... DC movie. Well, That's here's, what sucks. here's probably why they're doing this. You could probably do this from home. The the footage. You probably do that from home. And they need something for HBO Max to come out. Mm. For the oh, streaming service. I think so. I, well, I know so. That's pretty much confirmed. Well, the other thing is, um, what was that movie? Uh, oh, Scoob. Scoob released on demand right, because right. of COVID. Yes. It did insanely well. Yeah. So if Did it? Yeah, no, it did. I think it was... Or whatever the other one that... Uh, released it was twenty dollars to get uh, it was to trolls two Tro- yeah it was trolls two that's what I'm thinking of that did really well so if Warner Brothers is spending thirty million bucks and they released this on for, streaming for a movie that they already have exactly and it has a following right and they're splitting it up into episodes oh god six episodes yeah <laughs> well here's here's why they're doing it okay. six episodes right an episode a week mm-hmm. six weeks yep mm-hmm. you're forced to pay for two months to watch yes. the whole thing. Oh, very smart. There's corporate baby. And and people aren't going to be able to wait for all of it to come out. They're going to want to watch the first episode day one. But see, that's the thing. When it comes back to these big franchises, it's the experience of like, I can't wait till this comes out. Right. Week by week, too. And and, and like, like, well, Kenobi is the same thing. What's a show that came out like like week by like Game of Thrones, right? Right. Came out week by week. It was like an event to talk about like what's going to happen next time. If you're, if I'm watching Lost today, it's already happened. Yeah. Like, it's already happened. There's no way for me to theorize and people to be like, well, I think this is going to happen. They already know or they don't care at this point. Right. So I think I think that you you miss out on that experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> There's no way it's going to be anything amazing. Like, it's not going to be like, no. wow. Great but I do hope they change my mind. Yeah. So I'm well, rooting for I mean, I'm not hoping it's bad. Yeah. I just don't have high expectations. I always want DC course. I always want DC to do well. But... And it doesn't ever. <laughs> One day. My Harley Quinn did okay. Yeah. It was all right. Yeah. So Robocop, favorite scene or line? I'll you? buy that for a dollar. Oh my gosh, oh, you too. Bitches leave. <laughs> bitches yeah. leave, yeah. Uh, what do you think the budget was of Robocop? Oh man. Oof. Rock, you go first. I'm really bad with <laughs> really, really bad with budget. Yeah. <laughs> he overdoes it way too much. Maybe 40 million. I'm an underball at 30 million. <laughs> 13 million. Holy hell! Wow. Yeah, That's a lot of explosions for thirteen million. Yes, it but, is. but I wonder, what, like, what the stop motion, the suit, like the actual RoboCop 
suit. How much that contributed to the budget? Yeah, I, I wonder, like, because that thing that comes out of, like, the leg gun that's holder. That's pretty high-tech That was cool. Yeah. That was really cool. That was, like, like, how do they even do that? Mm-hmm. I'm assuming that that's a separate robot that they just filmed to make it look like his maybe, leg. Yeah, maybe it's just a leg. Yeah, because I don't have... think they ever saw, like, a shot of him doing yeah, it. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, oh, like, the car thing. Like, he, yeah. he couldn't fit into the car. Right. So they had to shoot just him in a car. Like, they didn't show him getting in the car. Or there's one scene where he does step out of the car, but they just had him step out, like, like act like he's coming out of the car not actually be in the car my favorite thing to do with these movies though is to look at them and go these they're basically predicting the future except the jetsons like you in now time it's like well how much did they get right wow those cars is not what we have today but it's funny to look like that was advanced for them at the time it's so interesting and i I think it's interesting that they guessed that one day a corporation i guess would sort of own like a, a police department because obviously we have the military industrial complex I mean, but, we, we do privatize things. I mean, that could be a oh, yeah. dangerous thing um, that's Prisons coming. are privatized. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> NRA. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so it's really not that far off, unfortunately. Yeah. Very scary. But that's why I like these AI movies. They're like different takes on it. This one is like if corporate privatizes it's things. Kind of, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like um, Truman Show. Huh. Not, not, not like they're similar movies, but like... you seen Truman Show? Yeah. It's like, a, you know, the corporation adopted a baby. Yeah, yeah. It's, mm. it's similar to that where a corporation owns an individual for some right. bizarre circumstances. Mm-hmm. Do you think that's ever going to happen? Oh, maybe. maybe it's already happened. We don't even know. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's exactly. building RoboCop right now to go take down the riots. <laughs> They've already bought the baby. They're just waiting for him to grow up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's far off. I mean, people sell their image, you know, their brand. Yeah. As a culture, true. you know. That that scene where he takes the little, like, spike thing that he has and, yeah. and does the face recognition thing. Yeah. What do you think of that? Goofy. <laughs> it just reminded me of like a worse like R2D2 that we put it in the plugs in and turns it. it was Is that just, what China's just... doing with their facial recognition? I don't know, but it was weird because it was lining up nose, eyes, and mouth. Mm-hmm. What yeah. did you think that it like if it has that picture of his face, it would just use his face. His face. It wouldn't use some guess who thing. Yeah. It, that, that's why it didn't really make any sense. Listen, this was very uh complex technology, okay? <laughs> what would you rate this? Final ratings? You can be honest. An eight. Oh, okay. That's pretty may, good. May, maybe a seven or eight. Somewhere in between there. Okay. I was going to go 8.5. Yeah. Yeah. This I'm is, still this at is a very nine. enjoyable. I love it. A what? A nine. A nine. Yeah. Mm. What about the sequel? Have you seen it? No, I haven't. I've I haven't seen, seen it. Let me do. I don't, don't want to brag. <laughs> if, I can, if I can get to watch them, I will. Yeah. It's always a struggle. They're hard to find. Well, but... that's the problem with streaming services. I don't know how it works, but I would assume if you would want to get people to come onto your service, sometimes like uh, some streaming service will have like, like Terminator. They have the third one. Well, I want to watch... If you're going to get one, just get the first one. It's hard. Brock, you bring up a great point here. Don't you ever feel tired of how many streaming services there are? It's so hard to keep track of what franchise is on what. Yes. Introducing Just Watch, a fantastic app on... We've known about Just Watch forever. Listen, I'm doing our sponsorship here. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Honey, a free... (laughs) Dollar Shave, whatever the other ones are. Yeah. MeUndies. Would you buy Nukem, the board game? Oh, yeah. It's like Battleship. It is oh, yeah. like a more violent version of Battleship. Yeah, Bro- Brock said that, that our president plays that game. Nukem. <laughs> oh, Too relevant. What was I going to say? Yes. So, for example, like, we watched Spider-Man recently right. on yeah. Hulu. Yeah. But they don't have two or three. Yeah. So, it's like... I would just assume that a, you would try to get the entire franchise on there so that you can advertise that as one of the reasons yeah, to like, get like all the Matrix are on Netflix. Right. It makes sense for all of them to be on Netflix. Yeah. You wouldn't just get two. Like, a couple of months ago, just two 
two and three were on Netflix for Lord of the Rings. Yes. Why? <laughs> Who's going to yes. sit there and go... I'm going to watch the second one and the third one, then I'll go find the first go one find somewhere. The first one. Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand why... I mean, I understand that these properties have pre-existing contracts with other services and all that, but it just doesn't make sense to me like, it, why it, even get it at it, that point? I feel like everyone could benefit more if we would just, like, each service... I know that it's hard because every business wants to get the most profit, but each service could get their own, like, major franchise so that you could compete against them. If only. If only. Maybe one day. Yeah. Making Maybe. my franchise endeavor difficult, but... Yeah. You, you're a believer in uh, buying physical. I, I am. You're a very yeah. big believer. And actually... I can uh, I can lend you uh, Spider Man two and three because I have them on Blu Ray. Oh really? What's oh, yeah. up? Yes. Yeah. Spider Man two is amazing. Absolutely. So good. Yeah, I like physical because you know every so often you hear about like Apple, like someone buys a movie on Apple and then all of a sudden they can't access it anymore because they mm. lose the rights or, or something like that. Plus, it's just like it's actually yours. Yeah, like it's you, nice to have something. It's mm -hmm. a collection too. Yeah. Something in, in your life that means something. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you that's what you that's what brings me into you physical physical yeah. copies of movies yeah it's nice to have my movies <laughs> none of us have seen the reboot right nope. correct okay let's say you get a call from mm -hmm. whatever company did this movie yes and Hello. they say uh-huh we need you to do a robocop reboot would you say yes no yeah. no okay I, i'm switching the question okay, okay. They, they changed their mind already <laughs> oh they're cool. doing what we're doing we're doing robocop versus terminator would you do it hell yeah what would you, who would you have win? Well, I'm not going to spoil it. <laughs> it, could be, it's, it could be already in the works right now. So you don't want to spoil I think it. I'd have Robocop win. Against Terminator? Yeah. I think so too. Yeah. Because because that way, I'm just thinking in business aspect. Yep. You can have a sequel and another Terminator shows up. So true. You can't have yeah. another Robocop show up. Or can you? Oh. Robocop, but it's a female version. Oh my God. Uh, we could call it. Robocop. There's, there's, it's not <laughs> and a And of course, all the know. bad guys that have the minions, so you can make Robocop have all those little like stop motion mechs, and you oh, can yeah. Terminator have all the lesser Terminator models fighting. <laughs> <laughs> Who would you think would win? Um, I think it'd be more fun if Robocop wins. Yeah. I feel like naturally, I feel like you would think he would lose. Yeah. Because he still has human elements to him. He's a cyborg, not a full on machine. Yeah, yeah, but it's not like Arnold's didn't ever win. Right. That's true. Well, okay. I there's a comic that's. That was one of the crossovers that I know about. I only know that because uh, the Weekly Planet podcast covered it. Mm. Oh, yeah. 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 And it was basically, this it, is in the future after Skynet has taken over in Terminator. And she she's like gone to this warehouse and it's got like all these like old machinery. Oh, you're talking about the Terminator TV series, are you? No. Oh, the comic book series. Yeah. Oh, okay. And so basically she like takes off the sheet off this thing and it's just like Robocop in a glass container. And she like presses the button and he comes alive. And she, she's like, what's going on? And he's like, Skynet's taken over. So he goes back in time to before... Uh, Robocop? No, no, before, like, during the events of Terminator 2. Uh-huh. And I think he shoots John Connor. To the kid? The kid, Robocop does, to <gasps> stop Skynet from taking over. Wow. It's and funny it's, because that's literally the plot of a Terminator movie. And they always have to go back. That, that timeline, I've watched a timeline video, the messiest timeline of a franchise I've ever seen before. Oh, for sure. It's crazy. <laughs> Uh, that's up there too. Yeah. <laughs> that was really bad. really bad. What a yeah. disaster. Did they just cancel those? Cancel what? All the Disney X-Men movies. No. Oh, okay. Oh, well, I know you... what you're talking about. Yeah. I'll tell you afterwards. Okay. That was Robocop. Fantastic 80s movie. Sal, Brock, I'll see you next week. <laughs> <laughs>